0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tweet Cap. As always, I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, my co-host, Matt. Matt, how you doing? I'm excellent today. Good to see you, Ryan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Like I said, long day. We talked about this before we started, but mm-hmm. uh, it's over. So that's always good. Um, that's important. Definitely, hopefully, we're going to have a lighter episode this week. Uh, not that there hasn't been heavy news, but we kind of we covered all of that last time. That was a heavy episode. I don't know if you... I still haven't recovered from last week. Last week's episode fully, um, and everything that we talked about. Um, but time passes on, and so too must the tweak cap. Um, Damn! Anything you want to say before we get
1: started? I'm ready to transition into something more light compared to last week. Besides that, um, things are getting better, one way or the other. Yeah, I really believe that exactly That's all i have to say all righty well speaking of light
0: we're going to start off with uh a light topic and that's cannibalism <laughs> oh god <laughs> the world is a scary scary place matt uh so i'm just going to run through this i i know you've heard about it you've you've been messaging me since this story broke and we are hardly the first people to talk about it on Twitter you know, or we, otherwise oh go yeah. ahead
1: Before we go into this story, it's funny. I didn't really see, expected to grow this much. I thought the story (laughs) was like, oh, that little tidbit. But then I realized, wow, this is actually more serious, should be taken way more seriously than I thought.
0: Well, we don't know that yet. So let's run through the story and then we'll get into it. Um, Mm -hmm. So a famous actor um, from various movies i believe he's well obviously he's most known for being the uh the winklevoss twins in the social network but uh, yep. he's been in a lot of movies since then um Call me by Arme- name and yep. uh Lone ranger too and yeah but so army hammer he uh is a cannibal allegedly um <laughs> and um uh, it was uh basically leaked some uh screen some screenshots from his conversations with fans uh female fans. Um, and I'm sure most celebrities, famous athletes, etc., get involved with some of their female fans, um, or male fans, if mm-hmm. you know, they're a female or whatever their preferences, but, uh, army, he, uh, he took it a step further in this, uh, in the midst of flirting and <laughs> doing what I'm sure most celebrities do with their preferred, um, fans he uh mentioned he wanted to eat them um and then he got into real details he wanted to uh i want he i believe he wanted to eat their heart and uh have sex with their brain so yep.
1: allegedly well no actually that's no this, that's this, the screenshot yeah, yeah that's the <laughs> we don't, i mean i say. guess
0: we don't know that they're from him but i, I didn't make that up that was a quote mm-hmm. uh, from exactly
1: somewhere. that's
0: what i meant and As the story kind of grew, it it became, you know, super obvious, you would think, that um, Army Hammer or his team or someone, God, anyone, would come out and be like, for anyone who's interested, I'm not a cannibal. Um, This was, it's been almost a week now, and that has not happened yet. Actually, almost (laughs) the exact opposite has happened. Um, He basically said, I'm not going to talk about this, and then dropped out of a movie. He was going to go film a movie in the Dominican Republic. He says he's no longer planning on doing that because it wouldn't be smart to stay uh, away from his family for the next seven months, Uh, which very sketchy. That's That's what he wants us to say. (laughs) Right. That's not how you respond to being called a cannibal publicly. Um, And then just today, an ex was like, oh, yeah, definitely into cannibalism. He talked about barbecuing me. Again, another quote all the time. Um did so she hold that in? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I mean that that's I guess that's part of it. Like I don't know, if someone was like, I wanna eat you, and they weren't meaning it in like a cute way, but is there a cute way to say I wanna eat you? I guess there is, right? Like you're a snack, I'm gonna eat you up. Yeah. That's cute, right? But not <laughs> I'm gonna barbecue you, eat your heart, and um uh, defile your brain. She yeah, you'd think she would have said that. something, right? You'd think it would have come out a little sooner that the Lone Ranger um, liked to eat people, but um,
1: <laughs> what a quote!
0: It has, it hasn't, uh, it hasn't, hasn't come out until now. So, I mean, I know how I feel, but we'll start with you. What, what is this story like? Can you even comprehend if
1: like this has to be fake, right? Because if it's real, <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I think it's. Uh... I think with the not straight denial and that is was a uh sign you know allegedly like there's one girl I think there actually have been a second girl who mentioned he was some weird ten- tendencies so I don't know you know what they say if it quacks like a duck walks like a duck quacks like a duck it's, not it's a probably horse. a cannibal. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> I think it's a weird – you know, I was talking to another friend about this, another fellow movie buff, and, like, there is a weird – there's weird fetishes in this world, and that's a weird group of people well, to be into so, that. So I think it could, he could be oddly into that, and I think he's going to lose his career over this, honestly. Who wants to well, work with a cannibal? So, hold on. I mean, cannibal, beyond losing your career,
0: if he ate another person – Yeah, that's that – that's not that's not allowed <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not okay and it's not allowed it's illegal yeah. i'm i'm pretty sure um i mean what are the cannibal what if, laws what if you find them and if you don't kill them is this illegal i think it's still illegal even if you didn't
1: kill the person
0: yeah um I, i'm pretty sure that just eating the person even if you didn't have anything to
1: do with how they died is illegal Does rocky the legal analyst for the pro- well, for the recap we will he have do- any laws <laughs> Does he know we'll any laws about that uh, the We'll legal ask expert? The
0: tweet caps legal expert uh, for comment next week. Uh, super fan Rocky, but um, <laughs> God, I'm gonna for, for the rest of this conversation, we'll assume I'm right in saying it's mm-hmm. illegal to,
1: <laughs> to eat people.
0: To eat people. Um, so he has a lot more to worry about than his career, yeah. <laughs> his his actual freedom uh, to consider. But right. let's say he didn't eat anybody. Let's say he just likes talking about cannibalism. And again, it's weird. weird. That's weird for me, but I'm not here to shame how anybody else um, consensually enjoys themselves. Obviously, the fact that they're leaked means maybe the consent wasn't as clear as maybe it could be to have that kind of conversation. But does that change anything? If it turns out that, no, I don't eat people, I've never eaten people, but talking about it, and, you know, using that language in the bedroom is definitely a a thing that he's into. Does that yeah. change what you think? Like, is he fine then? It's like, oh, okay, as long as he doesn't eat people. Like, I'm just curious, like, what, what happens? Let's say he does come out and finally say, guys, this has gone on long enough. I don't eat people.
1: You know? You have to be very patient and wait for people to forget about it. But, no, I... think it still I, hurts I, him? I do think reputation-wise, yeah, especially with how delicate people's um, attitudes towards any celebrity. And is this a, is this a weird extreme cancer, um, example of cancel culture? Can you canceling people who eat people? I, I mean, I well, guess. Remember,
0: if he eats people, he should be canceled. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Brave stance here on the tweet cap. <laughs> I'm pro-canceling cannibals. Um, Me too. But if he's not a cannibal if he just likes to pretend that he's a cannibal. I mean, isn't there a world where like, he just becomes like the new star of Tim Burton movies or something, you know, (laughs) like he would have to go to
1: very niche places.
0: Yeah. He just, he starts playing the creepy guy. Like couldn't they do a Hannibal Lecter, like a Silence of the Lambs remake, and be like, "Hey, that'd be really some funny fun casting." <laughs> Let's cast <laughs> Army Hammer.
1: <laughs>
0: like, couldn't it? Couldn't he kind of flip it and like it? Maybe it wouldn't be exactly what he wants. He can't be the Lone Ranger ever again, obviously, but he could be, you know, like this weird, creepy guy, like a you know, like what Johnny Depp was doing before we canceled him for getting beat by his wife. Mm. Um, you know, like. I know, hot take. We kind of we kind of glazed past that, and I don't know the full story there. Maybe he was he lost his career for a different reason, but it was very weird timing that he he came out as a as a uh, victim of abuse and then lost his entire career. But anyway, we'll talk about that in another episode. Um, I'm just saying, couldn't he kind of take on like a niche? kind of like that, like like Johnny Depp who, I mean, he played a bunch of characters but most of them were just like, you know, Johnny Depp you know, with the exception of maybe Captain Jack Sparrow and even he was still very much like all the rest of Johnny Depp's characters you know um, could Army Hammer kind of like spin it into being like a horror guy or like a, a thriller guy or like being the creepy, you know like Fifty Shades of Grey creepy kind of guy because he's attractive so. dude, he's like six
1: foot two I mean, I saw him at SiriusXM once. I saw him. I have actually saw him. He's, he's like, very he's big, really tall,
0: muscular. Like he's not a. He's not a. Like he looks like a movie star. Um, just so when, like, I, when I walked like by him, at, <laughs>
1: When I walked by him at Sirius, I said, "Oh, hey, look, there's Army Hammer. He's really tall." While I was doing whatever. <laughs> That's what I thought. It was just two seconds. He was in taking a picture next to Henry Cavill, who was significantly also shorter. Tall. I mean, yeah, he's tall. I think. So, Arnie Hammer is actually more like six four, six five. Wow!
0: All right, so this ain't perfect. Like, and, you, you that, could, and he
1: was taller than Superman. It's like if this was a movie, he would he could have beat it. He could play Bizarro or something.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying like they can't flip it and be he's like six yes, five he's by creepy. the way.
1: Oh, okay, six five. I, I I feel like he once fucked a peach in a movie. Well,
0: no, Timothy Chalamet did that. He ate a peach.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot those. Forgot yes. the how that worked. Gotta get it right. <laughs> He ate the peach after Timothy Chalamet was. Did done you know with it. he's he is great? He's the great grandson of an oil tycoon named Armand Hammer. I mean, did I know that? No, but
0: if I looked at him, which I have a lot last week, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He looks like the kid of an oil tycoon. Speaking of, <laughs> I'm watching. Um, I'm watching. Uh, TV show, uh, one of the Shondaland's greatest hits, uh, Scandal. Uh, it was on ABC. And I just found out the actor who plays the president in that show, Yeah, uh, two things. One, obviously he comes from a famous family, uh, which is funny because so does the character. And two, he's the voice of Tarzan, like the, the cartoon. No, 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 Tony oh. Goldwyn. But oh. very similar. They're both tall guys. Uh, they both got famous families with a lot of money, and they're both actors. Only one that we know of is an alleged cannibal, but uh, Tony Goldwyn we got our eye on you. So <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like he could switch this. I think he could turn this around. I think if he comes out and he just says I'm into cannibalism but not into practicing cannibalism and then he just goes ahead and accepts that he's not going to get to play like, you know, the oil tycoon anymore. He's going to have to play the uh the creepy guy. <laughs> And I think it'll be fine. I think, again, we make Ted, Bundy's, Ted, Ted Bundy movies every, what, four years? He's obviously first in line to be Ted Bundy next time, my opinion. I
1: think it's as long as, heart- as
0: long as he doesn't eat people. Again, if he ate people, then he's screwed. He should just stay quiet and not say another word ever again and just hope to God this blows over without us finding out that he actually consumed a human being or any part of a human being. But if he didn't actually eat anybody, I feel like he could get away with this. You know what I mean? not a good look but i feel like he could he can get past
1: this if he didn't eat people i think it'd be a hard sell for him to ever find roles again he'd be, really? just be too niche he'd have to leave the hollywood system or go to another country honestly i think if he you wanted really to think to there's that. people
0: who wouldn't want to see a cannibal
1: yeah i do i think there's so many other leading men looking like to cast instead. well,
0: right? He can't be a leading man.
1: He he. I just think that I think his career is done after this. Even even if he, with just knowing how these trends go, I think it's over for him. To be honest, I don't know.
0: well, I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to keep uh, you know keep our eye out on how it develops. Like I said, obviously, if he ate somebody, he's got way bigger problems than never being a leading man ever again. But. uh I mean, there's a lot of characters in movies. They're not all the leading men, you know? So I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's done working. He could, maybe he could do, like, the host of The Twilight Zone or something creepy. I don't know.
1: <laughs> something yeah, creepy. Yeah, I think Holly was going to be staying away from him for a while. Maybe he didn't do time. but um, True. I mean, certainly not right now. Right now yeah. he's got to figure out what he's going to say.
0: Right. So far, all he said is stop asking me if I'm a cannibal, which is not a good answer when someone says, are you a cannibal? (laughs) Right.
1: You should really
0: go with no. Um, And if you can't go with no, you should really have a good explanation for why you can't say no. Um, For sure. But saying, please stop asking. It's (laughs) please stop asking. You're being rude. That might be true. (laughs) They are being rude, but you still haven't answered the question. So. Um, Interesting. Times ahead for the cannibal. For the cannibal. Oh wow! You're calling. You're already calling him the cannibal. You believe that okay. he's still. To guilty. be fair, I should.
1: I do. I think he's guilty of cannibalism, I know, maybe, too. I don't know. Big. If I, I, I need some true. more time. But I think <laughs> I do think I'm leaning towards maybe I am. With, yeah, with, with the <laughs> with the amount of people who said that he's into that, who the not outright denying leaving movie sets. Um, I think he he has a rough start. He's having a rough start. Yeah,
0: no, he definitely, definitely, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And so that's probably not, you know, probably not a good thing for that to even be an option. It's probably not a good thing for him. Mm Mm-hmm. So why don't you go ahead, uh, if you wanted to bring on to the next story while I get my next
1: story all keyed up. Okay, so it's funny how things come up. In the sports world, it's been an interesting time for these last few days. I mean, it's really two stories into one almost, but Mm -hmm. to break it down is in the NBA – I mean, I mean, what, which angle do I take on this one? Because I'll say I'll start with this. So, probably one of the biggest trades in New York sports history ever. If you're really looking back, Brooklyn Nets acquired James Harden in a major three three team blockbuster trade, and this trip and the former. Excuse me, and we have a MVP. Ed, former MVP, eight-time All-Star, six All-NBA first team, James Harden has, is going to Brooklyn officially. Though there were rumblings at the beginning of the year that this was possible, that this was going to happen, mm-hmm. James Harden really wanted to make clear that he did not want to stay in Houston. He showed up overweight, talking down on his team and teammates, saying there's no hope for the Houston team. And after that, there's the major trade. So as then, James Harden goes to the Nets. He's the only one in this trade. The Brooklyn Nets essentially gave up their entire future. And ironically, we have Sean Marks, who promoted to have a special culture from within and building from the team up. He essentially took that all away to trade Harden. And with that trade, they gave up Terrence LeVert, who was a major, who was the very best player on the Nets in the bubble. He is going. He went to Houston. Then Houston traded him to the Pacers, and um, so he's going to the Pacers now. Jared Allen, major center, up and coming. Some people saying probably one of the few actually major centers in the NBA. Traded to the Cavs, and Terian Prince was another big bench player. While the Rockets get Victor Oladipo, uh, Rodness Krurikz, Dante Exum, and four, reckon four picks first round picks, three of them, the New York, the Brooklyn Nets are giving away three of their first round picks and they have four unprotected first round pick swaps. So as early as this year, Houston, if they want, they can swap the picks with them if they are in a worse position. So the Nets give up their entire future for James Harden <laughs> and it's finals or bust. And what led to this allegedly, and probably one of the major factors in caving in this was the fact that Another major star for Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving, last week left the team for personal reasons, and in that time, Kyrie was caught partying at a partying for at a was caught at a party for his sister and dad partying without a mask, breaking NBA um, COVID protocols, and they are determining his punishment for that. And while the Nets were playing the Atlanta Hawks on Tuesday night, he is. And a big Zoom call with Cynthia Nixon, a Cynthia, political yep. can, candidate who is running for the attorney general. Yeah, she's running for attorney Jackson general, City. right? Mm-hmm. I so, think
0: so. She ran for governor last time she ran. But. So,
1: yeah. Kyrie, and so seeing where it is, the Brooklyn Nets, oh, we're not having our major point guard coming in. Uh, what are we going to do? They trade everything. They get their <laughs> new guard. And now um, – the nets are and probably going to be looked at they're going to be looked at like a shadow they have to win the nba finals cuz they have no future to establish a team with this at this moment and we're talking Kyrie Irving is not back on the team, but there have been rumblings that he is planning to come back possibly for Martin Luther King day. But that story has not been official yet, but I think all nets faithful and the nets have turned into the most hated team in the NBA. (laughs) Like I said, if this works out, there's so many ways to look at this. You do have three MVP, possibly three hall of famers in their prime on the nets. And um, on the contrary, as I said, if this does not work out, they look awful. They don't have any – they literally have to wait until 2028 until they get a first-round pick again. So almost an entire decade, and it's only <laughs> 2021 to go play. So lots unfold there. This was probably uh, – even though this is probably the biggest trade in all New York sports history, probably one of the biggest trades in the NBA's history, the fact that this trade was really – talk down upon i think today some net fans are coming around like oh at this moment we do we do have three major stars leading the way but again um there's just so much riding onto this and uh i think it also just leads to such a major talk about like wow what did james harden do he talked bad about his teammates he didn't give an effort he didn't he got he gained a lot of weight and he got exactly what he wanted what, did, what kind of precedent does that show? And, you know, I think it's worth discussing. And, you know, ever since LeBron took his talents to South Beach in 2010, it really started a trend for NBA players to really do what they want. You know, one thing as we talk about this is, uh, you know, Anthony Davis essentially did the same thing to, to um, New Orleans a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, same thing, talked bad about the organization. Got himself traded, and he won a championship. So I don't know—is this worth it? Is this the—is this the trail we're going? Are NBA play teams like backing? Are clearly they star players have the edge over the executives? You know, Kyrie's been missing. The Nets on office. They came out saying they're aware of it, but they did not hold him accountable yet. Where do you think this is all going, Ryan? What do you think this uh, this, this so, so few shows?
0: Yeah, a few things. First off, for anyone who hasn't caught the dynamic of the tweet cap just yet, uh, Matt is our de facto sports analyst, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, me and him keep up pretty well when it comes to pop culture, TV, and movies. Um, I think Matt would even admit that uh, due to my severe obsession with uh, cable news. Um, I, I maybe have a bit of an edge when it comes to some of the politics talk. Mm-hmm. But Matt, this out. is your domain. So most of what you just said, I mean, I read the story, obviously, because you told me we were going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's on Twitter and so am I. But uh, most of this I'm learning from you. So couple notes. First of all, why are we fat shaming James Harden? <laughs> That's my first, that's honest <laughs> to goodness. I mean, you could, yeah, people hey, can take the away internet my sports also card too. all they want, but that is literally, that is right probably here. the biggest piece of news. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I like that one. Well, you showed me that one earlier. I really like that one, but that's because I'm a big wrestling fan. Um, Mark Henry, uh, also from Texas. He might even be a Rockets fan. So who knows? He might hate that comparison, but anyway, <laughs> um, that was first thing, probably the most important thing I got from that. Uh, well, not the most. The most important thing is, I mean, when you put it into that perspective, twenty twenty eight is the next time they get a first round pick. Yeah, a unprotected one. So even if they do good, even if they get a championship, they'll have to be good for a decade before they can get honest to goodness, you know, first like top tier talent, new top tier talent into their organization well, without know another- trading.
1: You want to know um, another ironic thing about that? Well, it could be ironic if it goes back. So James Harden and KD become free agents in two years. So imagine (laughs) if this falls over and they decide to bounce. So this is a desperation time. This was a desperate move.
0: It is. And I think, by the way, you said they're the most hated team. Again, I don't have any inside knowledge on this, but just from my own personal knowledge of how people are, um, they have a stacked team, right? I mean, they should be good. They're not. That good,
1: but they should be very good, especially with I these mean, with, three now. With these three, but, um, they can really ride it out. But you really don't. But even have before, any
0: but even before, they had Kyrie and Kevin Durant, right?
1: Yeah, that was just good enough to make to win the East. I think this really assures it. But it just has yeah, a huge target. on your but, back. They but they
0: still they- have never like. I feel like the team they built, or the team that they told people they built, was excuse me, was just so much better than the team that ended up on the court, and I think that's why people are so mad at them. Not because, I mean, listen, James Harden, it's not, the issue is not that they got another star player. The issue is that even with two star players, they still weren't doing what everyone was expecting. They were still failing to hit expectations. So why would adding another major player help? The issue wasn't they didn't have major players. They have two. That's an right. embarrassment of major
1: players. It, uh, we have to wonder how much – would this trade have happened if Kyrie didn't go AWOL? And he's still actually AWOL. He still hasn't made a comment as we are recorded this podcast. Which brings me to the the Kyrie part of all
0: this, now that I've defended James Harden from the fat-shaming internet. <laughs> um, I think he just wants to be done. I mean, think about it. That's what, that's what this – seems like to me like yeah. i know that i know that rich people and these are all very rich people i know that rich people yeah <laughs> even if they have like a, a core set of values that they kind of believe in they never actually apply it completely to themselves that's just a fact yeah. so it doesn't surprise me that he you know Maybe he was like, yeah, you know, wear a mask and then went out masking. So it doesn't surprise me. He's like always be on practice at, uh, at practice on time. Then he missed a game. Like that doesn't surprise me necessarily like that. Either of those things would happen separately. I'm not saying like he's trying to get fired or anything like that. I could see him doing both of those things. He gets still 30 being million totally, a year. Right. I could see him doing both of those things while still being totally committed to the, to the game and to the team, but to do them both. You know, at the same time, I can see him doing either one and being like, "All right, well, whatever." Obviously, he you know he's a he's a rich man; he doesn't need any money anymore, um, he, and he's just decided I'm doing this instead. Because you're right. I mean, and not, frankly, it makes no sense why the executives would have the power. I mean, I don't pay to see the owner of the Nets. I don't pay. Mm. Mark Cuban is the only executive, uh, only professional uh, basketball executive I can name. Period. Yeah. And I'm not a Mavericks fan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's still the only one I can name. So no one cares about who the executives are. They could sell the team every year to a different person. And most of us who just kind of watch would never care, Uh, except for maybe on your team. I know that some people get into it just for their team, even if they don't care about the rest of the teams. But even still, at most, most people know one to two executives in an organization. Most people probably know the head coach of an organization, and then they know the star players. Actually, they probably know the entire team, but definitely the star players. So it makes absolutely perfect sense the star players have all of the bargaining power. But the fact that he missed not one, but, like, he missed, not only did he miss a game, but then he also did this, you know, this party stunt, leads me to believe that he kind of just, maybe he just wants to take a year off.
1: And he did the, uh, you know, he did the, while they were playing, like I said, against the Hawks, he was within that Zoom. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe he just doesn't want to play this year, which not good
0: for the Nets, by the way. But
1: uh, especially after this trade, you, that's it's funny how much like ESPN and Bleach Report are pushing big three, big three. But we still don't know where Kyrie is. We're still missing one of the three.
0: Um, no, and I mean if if he 's done, he should just tell them he 's done yeah it 's probably a breach of contract he 'll probably be in some kind of trouble legally, but they 'll get out of it he 'll pay what he has to pay
1: yeah I think and if you officially retire if you officially retire you don 't lose the contract you well he has appreciate- to finish this year he can 't retire midway through the year i don 't think he can yeah he 's actually able to huh. there was a, there was an NFL player who did that I forgot i can 't think of his name now he retired in the middle of a game. <laughs> yeah. He did. He was really pissed at the team. Well, he I'm really. done. <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> in halftime. I he swear he left at halftime. Could you imagine? But he has to well, retire, though. He has to say, I'm done. Is there any like penalty for retiring and then coming back in the year? I just being judged like brett Favre oh, did that
0: okay. 30 million dollars i got paid for how many years has you been getting paid 30 million judge whoever you, know, you want to judge
1: brett Favre did retired for a year marshawn lynch came back briefly last year i mean it's happened but uh my michael jordan he's, he's well he's great. the one I, thinking, a yeah, he one I was thinking
0: yeah he was when i was thinking a of. few years in between his two retirements and i even said like Honestly, if he wants to, like, travel the world or he was on that call, maybe he's interested in public office, which would be interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know maybe he says, I want to take a couple years off, but, he, you know, he keeps up the workouts. He keeps up the, the practicing. And in two years, he does, uh, he does a, a Michael Jordan. I'm sure someone just comes back. You know someone will. It'll probably be the Nets because they'll still have no good people because they got rid of all their picks. So the Nets will be like, well, we still need a point guard. We can't draft (laughs) a new one. I guess we'll take Councilman Irving.
1: Yeah, they just have to depend on on late picks and uh, compensatory picks, and then um, they have to just go. Can you imagine if, like, a a, a
0: sitting city council member – also played for the Brooklyn Nets. that would be
1: awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's just the also the thing is, you just don't know what he's doing. I'm surprised. He's he's really he's either Adam. There's so many different rumors. Some say it's a reaction from what happened in the Capitol. Some say um, it could be mental health. I mean, it's it's so weird. I you just don't know. He, well,
0: that's, that's what, do you mean, what you mean he by mental
1: health? Him. You think he's like sick or he's just no titan- like he's burnt think, out? Some people think that he was he's like battling something because of what happened because he was very emotional what happened with blm movement and uh i mean the sensitivity is, that's just that's just a rumor weird. though this is just that's not what i think no i, I don't mean, think this is what people
0: are saying I, I mean listen if he if he left right now it'd probably be like for mental health but not in like the he's sick and needs help kind of way in the i'm burned out yeah, that could be a um, thing too. I'm, I'm just taking a break. I'm done for now. And he might, again, maybe, you know, if he's very invested in BLM, like I wasn't kidding when I said that, by the way, right. he was on the, the Cynthia Nixon Zoom fundraiser. Uh, he's again, very invested in BLM. If he's also had like a very, you know, rough reaction to the Capitol, which frankly, both of you and I did, and we did it very publicly last week. Um, it's totally possible. He's like, I just need, I want to focus on my community right now. And I'm going to do that. And if the you know, if the NBA will have me in some capacity, be, you know, be it a player in a few years, a coach, I don't know if he has that that skill set, but maybe, uh, or you know, some sort of analyst on ESPN or something to that effect. Like, I'm sure the sport will welcome him back, even if he doesn't necessarily make it clear why he's leaving, because he's already had such an impact on the sport. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, he's a young guy. He's not old. Um, and, like, he's had such an impact on the sport that I think no matter what he ends up doing or how he ends up leaving it this time around, he will be able to find his way back to the sport. Uh, so if, if that's where he's at mentally, then he should. I don't know if he should do it right now, mid middle of the season. Like, I feel like he has to be really done. But, I mean – I think he, if he's seriously kind of like burnt out, he should contemplate like, I'm going to finish this season for my team, you know, give this new team, this, you know, big three a, a shot at some, you know, significant, um, some significant wins. And then I'm just going to, I'm going to retire at the end of the year and move on to, you know, full-time doing what I've been doing on the side, which is, you know, helping his community and, you know, being a part of that, traveling, whatever, whatever his interests are. I don't know. Like I said, also not a Brooklyn fan. So I know if you're a Brooklyn fan, you're probably tearing your hair out. Like he can't leave. He's got a contract, but he can leave. And frankly, if he doesn't want to be there, you don't want him there. I wouldn't want him there. If I was the coach or one of the players, and I'm not, I wouldn't be like, no, we need Kyrie. If Kyrie doesn't want to play, then he doesn't help anybody by being there. Mm -hmm. He just takes $30 million. I mean, actually it's a great deal for him. He does nothing and gets paid. And same with like James Harden where you were talking about his issues. And I don't think he'll have any issues in Brooklyn. I think he wanted to leave. And that's why he started, you know, creating issues. Um, but, but, yeah, if, if, you're in, if you're in Houston and you're getting all this info about how much James Harden doesn't like you <laughs> from, from the media, why would you want James Harden to play with you? I mean, yeah, at that point, I'd be like, whatever, dude, up. go. Like, did you, did obviously you, see, you don't want to be here.
1: Fun fact, so. there's this restaurant. That was supposed to be named. That opens next week. That was in, named after James Harden. It's called like Hardens. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> so you know that's. not are they going to last it for it a two. year? <laughs> change
0: it. The Rocket. <laughs> the Rocket Cafe. Boom. Done. That one's for free. But uh, anyway, we probably want to. We, we want to probably move on from the NBA. But uh, be interesting to see what happens this year uh, in the East, in particular. Um, with that new potentially big
1: three. Maybe, maybe. Potential big three, or maybe it'll be a
0: dud, or maybe they won't even have three of them.
1: Just my last (laughs) question, Ryan. As as I mentioned, we've seen players who are forcing themselves out for a long time. Um, Like I said, AD and he won the finals. James Harden did exactly what you want. I mean, is this a trend that we should follow or just accept? And not really, not many NBA play, um, I mean, none virtually aren't really competing. They're just doing what the players tell them to do. I mean, is this a trend worthwhile? Is it worth discussing? Or I mean, so should we tell our kids if you don't get your way, if you complain and you're mean to people, and you have enough talent to do it, you could get what you want. Just make sure you have the talent.
0: It's not. It's not a life lesson because it wouldn't Eh. work in all. It wouldn't work in all situations. I mean, if they were working as I don't know. Let's say you know. They were working on a fire department and they were really good firemen, but they just complained constantly. So they get transferred to a different shift or to a different, you know, different firehouse within a city. That wouldn't fly. They'd get rid of them and then the union would be involved. It'd be a whole thing.
1: And that's why I said, if you're good enough, can you do you have no, the right there's, to do it?
0: Uh, no, the, the reason this works is not because they're talented. I mean, they are talented, but it's because of how much money we're talking about. This is not something that normal people can emulate, really, with any <laughs> real success. Like, I'm not worth as much money as James Harden is. That's just a fact. I don't cost as much money as James Harden does. So, to think that I could, you know, start playing hardball with my boss, even if I'm good at my job, would be insane. I mean, you could maybe play a little hardball and be like, I disagree, or you could stand up for yourself if you're good at your job, and you obviously should, mm-hmm. as they do. But, uh, as I'm sure they probably did at the beginning, but obviously that's not going to work. If James Harden says, listen, I really, if he politely says, listen, I really want to go someplace else, you know, my heart's in Brooklyn. I've got, you know, I've got these clubs in Brooklyn. I love the Brooklyn lifestyle. The strip I want to go to Brooklyn. A little bit.
1: He'll make big now? Well, I don't know.
0: Whatever. I'm not. Gonna criticize the man's free time because that's irrelevant. No, to I'm saying
1: it's a good but, thing. Maybe uh, he helps. Uh, maybe he helps get more I, love be, to the um, exotic dancing like, maybe industry.
0: Just, beyond that, maybe he just really likes the city. He like, could just really like New York City. He's you know, he's not a Houston. Like, he's not a Houston fan. He doesn't want to stay in Houston. He doesn't want to. I don't know in if, if
1: KD was on the t- Toronto Raptors, would he be fighting for that to go there? Well, to or
0: and, so. And that's the other option. Maybe he's like, I want to be back with, you know with Kevin and we're going to win a championship either way it doesn't matter what he said to the to the Astros the Astros Jesus uh the Rockets uh, they're gonna say no (laughs) if your best player says I'd like to go be someone else's best player your response is no you never say yes because then you lose your best player like what are you talking about why would you ever even consider that So this is what you have to do. You have to stop being their best player. And that's what he did. I mean, he was still talent-wise probably their most talented player, but he was their best player. And then he wasn't. So they got rid of him because he was no longer worth keeping around. But you have to make it that way. With with this much money – and like the way this, like, it, this works. So no, I don't think that this is going to be something that you can emulate. And I don't think we have <laughs> to excoriate James Harden or the Rockets or the Nets for giving a bad example for the children. If your child is worth $30 million and they want to play hardball, go for it. Hot take. If my kid is ever worth $30 million and they're like, I don't know, should I be polite or should I fight for it? I'd be like, fight for it. You're worth $30 million. How if you're that. worth that much money, someone should be paying you that much money, period. <laughs> that's oh, just maybe. period. You should maybe. have control over yourself if you're, really that, if you're really worth that much. And that's what they did. So, I mean, again, is it a good way to live life? No. But is it a good way for basketball players to conduct business, you know, in terms of their best interest? Yeah, absolutely. I do the same thing. Well, maybe
1: this leads to uh, Uncle Drew 2 for Kyrie as well.
0: Yeah. Well, and like I said, there's nothing you could do about it. You can't stop it. Mm -hmm. You can't make a rule against being a bad, (laughs) being mean to your teammates. I guess you could find them if you wanted to. I got a team level, but (laughs) these people are, again, they're fabulously wealthy. They don't need that. There's no fine you could implement that would be seen as fair that would ever really affect James Harden. (laughs) He's got that much money. You know what I mean? So like, it just is what it is. You just gotta accept it as part of business and move on, rebuild.
1: I do that's gonna be interesting. I think uh, we're gonna just see this will all be a, little, a lot more clear once um Yeah, well. Once Kyrie talks and uh I'm sure or returns a day. Yep, talks are returns and we'll uh see where it goes.
0: Yeah. So I saw something very interesting today. Um I'm framing this differently than what we talked about okay um today good old jack from twitter tweeted it was a chain and he uh decided to reference what had happened and for those of you who don't know uh since last we spoke at real donald trump is no longer a twitter account they have officially removed him from twitter as well as almost all of their social media. Uh, Actually, Melissa told me that Pinterest has taken him off. I didn't even know he had a Pinterest. That's hysterical. Um, But anyway, I shouldn't say hysterical. Some people get very, very upset about, you know, freedoms and such. But it is a little funny that the president had a Pinterest. I will say that. Um, But anyway, um, and so he he addressed the, you know, why he did it and why he felt it was right. And I'm not going to get into any of that. Uh, We talked a lot about that. Last week, and um, just previously, and frankly, I said we're going to have a lighter week. But I will say that in this tweet, and it's the very first tweet, he tags at real Donald Trump. The tweet is saying? actually. Let me see if I can grab it. Um, I had a screenshot of it, and I'm not going to read the whole thread because it's long. Um, but like I said, he, I, th- I want to say, it ended up being like six uh, tweets which was, you know, a lot. Yeah. So this morning, 22 hours ago, uh, the first tweet is I do not celebrate or feel pride in our having to ban at real Donald Trump from Twitter. Okay. (laughs) And I'm just laughing because he tagged him Shit. and he's not on Twitter. We know that the first line is he's banned from Twitter, but we're going to use his Twitter handle. <laughs> we're going to tag him. Which For one I last was, time. Yeah. I thought that was super weird. Like I said, I clicked on it. I was like, maybe he, you can't see it. Uh, he's still verified by the way. Um, but, uh, Yeah, I just thought that was the weirdest message to like the weirdest way to put out that message. I also thought it was weird that he tweeted it. But I guess when you're the CEO CEO of Twitter, I guess you can be forgiven for uh, utilizing Twitter as a professional means of communication. Um, But yeah, it was uh, very funny to see that tweet because it was at real Donald Trump. And when I saw it real quick, I was like, oh, is he back on? I assumed he was back on. Because why else would you, you know, tag somebody unless yeah. you wanted them to see it? But no. was like YouTube only, I think, suspended him for like a week. Yeah, I don't think anyone else has done the ban for life then. <laughs> well. Uh, well, Facebook Facebook has said he's banned indefinitely, right? So oh. they, haven't, spec- so they haven't specified what that means. Uh, so he's banned until the next time having Donald Trump on the – the platform will be good. And then he'll be unbanned essentially the next time Mark Zuckerberg needs Republicans to help him do something. He'll unban Donald Trump. That'll be his way around it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So obviously we don't have to talk too much about the actual tweet, but we do, we should hit on it. What do you think about the Twitter ban? The actual Twitter ban or the social media ban or, you know, the whole, the whole deal. I mean,
1: you know, I course, we couldn't avoid it. We I talk about Twitter. So it's, I've been, you know, we clearly see that the people who, the most extreme people who follow Trump, the most extreme, really, really made a bad name for themselves. And a lot of these people on the, are on the internet. A lot of these people probably have Trump's Twitter. Um, you know, you can save people. You can have people give immediate tweet alerts they a, a lot of the most extreme trump fans who are willing to commit heinous acts really get that influence from the internet and you know i think i don't know if ban for life is the way to go because you know we could talk about censorship and all that this is a this is a form of censorship technically even if I agree that he needed to be tamed in such a manner, after what happened to the Capitol, I just think maybe having him banned for life. Because, like you know, you banned for life. What what are you gonna do now? I, I, maybe I would have done until the term's over. Maybe would I've done for a year? I, I think it, it's 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 oddly at fir- At first, I was really happy about it. But, you know, also it's a little too late at the same time. So, well, that's true. It's, uh, it's, I think it's just, uh, it's fine for what it is right now. And we'll see where things go and lie. You know, the National Guard are, no one could go near that inauguration. National Guard is there, um, having probably one of the most important roles that ever because, you know, I'm, I think a lot of us are really nervous for inauguration. are both really excited, but nervous that something bad can happen now because who knows where these people are planning and what's going on. So, yeah, I think it's a lesson learned. At, at Now for Trump, it, it, it's time to silence him temporarily. But, um, you know, we'll see. I don't know if life's the way to go. I just have to really, really think about it. But I think some form of... Of censoring him in a private company, I think is is actually the way to go. I just don't know for life, but for well, now, yeah. it's time for, he he had to shut up.
0: So, first of all, I just and I have never, like I said, I don't, I never followed. Uh, at Real Donald Trump I did follow the president's actual account The POTUS account which was mostly just retweeting Trump him. was the
1: second person I ever followed on Twitter But uh, there you go uh, I, just, cause he was, okay. I didn't know I who followed, was going to turn into this One of the first people I followed was Kevin Spacey So I corrected
0: that hmm. But um, I corrected that after I found out uh, Who Kevin Spacey was but, uh, Or who he really was But anyway um, It was even in my bio I had Kevin Spacey fan I loved Kevin Spacey um, But that's for another day I will say this, 88.7 million followers the president has on Twitter. That's a lot. Do you want to talk about the number of people it would take to overrun the United States Capitol, even with the 20,000 National Guards that we've – extra National Guard members that we've called, which is unprecedented in its own right and, frankly, just incredibly disappointing? it's that number, 88.7 million. again, I'm not saying everyone who follows the president is, or rather the president's actual account is going to do something like that. Um, But even a fraction of 88.7 million is a large number of people. So the idea that, you know, he can be allowed to do what he's going to do because there's not that much time left. There's enough time to make 88.7 million people a very dangerous number of people. Um, I will say it's not censorship because Twitter is not the government. Twitter doesn't have the same censorship rules. No one has to have Twitter. Twitter could shut down tomorrow. They could just say, I'm done. Jack Dorsey could say, I've got more money than ever before. No one else has this much money money like I do. I don't want Twitter anymore. I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to come up with a new idea because I'm still relatively young. And that's that and there's not a thing anyone could do to stop him. Right. It's private. It's private. It's not private. I think they're probably a publicly traded company, but uh, with the exception of, you know, his, you know, his stockholders and his board and, you know, business, you know, business people, there's nothing that anyone else that, you know, you know, John Q public could do to stop him. So he's not censored by Twitter. He uh, I mean, he gave several presidential addresses, <laughs> On television. So that's hardly being censored. And I thought it was funny, the um, the crazy QAnon lady from Georgia, whose name mm-hmm. I don't remember, I want to say it's Marjorie Green, but I could be very wrong about that. And I'm not going to dignify her by looking her name up. Uh, but she was elected to Congress in Georgia. Um, and she was wearing the mask that said censored while she was talking on a microphone yeah, on the House too. floor. That's not censored. Which is the exact opposite of being censored because, you know, you, you're a member of the House representative speaking on television um, and on the House floor. So you're hardly a oppressed community there. But anyway, it's not oppression. Twitter can do whatever they want. Google, Google can do whatever they want. Um, frankly, if anything, this should actually unite Democrats and Republicans around the idea that Silicon Valley is way too important to this country. And okay. we can't, we can't let them just be responsible for this. Uh, cause again, what if Silicon Valley just said we're done? I mean, they won't because they're making, you know, fistfuls of money every two and a half minutes. But if they ever said that, if you know, Twitter or Facebook, especially Facebook, cause he owns a bunch of them. Mark Zuckerberg said, yeah, I'm leaving the country. I'm leaving the planet. I'm gonna get on Elon's rocket. I'm gonna to go to Mars, or whatever the hell they're gonna do. Um, and I'm taking all of the internet with me. There's literally nothing we could do to stop it. <laughs> nothing. There's absolutely nothing we could do, um, and we would have nothing to, to to replace it with. So we need to be a little bit more aware of just how important we've decided to make a select, you know, region of California to our daily lives because we've made that group of people very, very important to how our entire world runs, which is okay. We've done that before. We've never nationalized really any industry and I'm not saying we should, but just being aware and then, you know, maybe looking into the idea that, you know, antitrust actually applies to some of these companies. Yep. If Twitter could destroy social media by simply ceasing to exist then that's probably not good. That -hmm. probably means Twitter's too big. Facebook, you know, if Google is the only way we get any information anymore, that means Google's probably too big. Um, So, and again, there's different ways you can handle that, different ways you should address that. But uh, I just hate when they say it's censorship. It's not censorship. Uh, That guy, uh, the senator said it was censorship because they didn't publish his book. It's not censorship. Uh, Otherwise, everybody would have a book deal. You like can when do self-publishing now with, with Amazon. Write a blog about the tyranny of the internet or whatever the hell he was going to write about. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. But yeah, like it's not censorship just because you didn't get what you want. Just like it's not fraud because you didn't get what you want. This is a common theme actually. When you really sit down and think about it, it's something, something because I didn't get what I want. Uh, it's fraud. <laughs> it's censorship. It's illegal. It's socialism because I didn't get what I want. You know what I mean? Like, when you really sit and think about it, you can distill the entirety of the last four years in the way certain people, certain populations have seen it by that exact quote. It's not insert whatever they just said just because you didn't get what you want. Get what you get and you don't get upset. Well, exactly. I will say, though, Parler (laughs) got royally, (laughs) royally (laughs) maybe hmm. <laughs> some people I, just
1: wanted to go on that for fun and now
0: like, i know someone who went on there for fun uh, i'm not yeah. gonna say their name because uh while i do believe they just went on for fun uh, <laughs> they, if i ever said the name they would be nope. absolutely ostracized for the rest of their life if anybody important ever heard it um but yeah they went on for fun and <laughs> like all right well i guess that's over it was it was literally a week they're just like huh i want to see what this is about And then a week later, you know, it was used in a violent attack. And so it got shut down. But uh, it didn't get shut. It did get shut down because after everyone else pulled, apparently like their web provider pulled all of their legal team, like the, the lawyers they had on like retainer, they all backed out of their contract. Like literally the entire company dissolved in a week. Wow. I think they're trying to get back on. They're trying to find some people, and I think they have something that the works. But Bring back I've never system. heard of this. this Bring Gab. back MySpace. Bring back MySpace, yeah. Uh, I've never Gab? heard of Gab. Apparently, that's the one now that the, uh, the alt right is using to talk <sighs> to one another. Uh, so I guess it does still exist now that all of the big ones have really cracked down on it and Parlor disintegrated. <laughs> but it's like, it's so weird. Like, why did Parlor get like specifically? That's the only group of people who, if they really wanted to make a thing, be like, come on obviously people use Twitter to help organize this. And obviously Facebook used, they people use Facebook to help organize this. There's no way everyone just logged on to parlor and did this. And every other social media site was completely clean. Now I get other social media sites started deleting stuff and parlor was less inclined to do that. They were, willing to talk about new rules but they weren't willing to ban or delete anything that was already up but still like there's no way you can convince me that parlor is the only social media app or social media platform rather that was involved in you know the riot and the attacks when i mean we know that twitter was used i i still see tweets on twitter that are bad um and so yeah it's a little weird that parlor got destroyed <laughs> like very specifically parlor got destroyed i think because they were the most high profile of these like alternate uh these alternate platforms and so they just kind of like made an example like
1: the death star uh blowing up alderaan They, <laughs> it's it i mean it just shows on the influence if you're so associ- you know guilty by association is so real now no, it, well, that. It's,
0: but it's also kind of true. If you look around and the people on your left and on your right are insurrectionists, even if you're not, you got to wonder why you ended up in the middle of that particular crowd. Uh, like what brought you there along with those other people um, and really investigate that. But um, <laughs> I did want to say, there's one thing I did notice right before we went on that I wanted to quickly bring up. Uh, not a full, not a full story, but um Chris Evans is in talks to rejoin the MCU as Captain America. I saw that. So the the nice send off they gave him and setting up the next Captain America to be Anthony Mackie and giving them their own show, so on and so forth.
1: <sighs> All gone. I don't think people are going to care about that. I, I really don't. I, gonna... I kind of care about that. No, I met in the sense like, Chris Evans, oh, Chris Evans, woo, you think we're going to go back? I think they just want something new. No, they need, well,
0: they, but I think it's because they need him. I think they realized that they killed off too many
1: of their important people. True, true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you make a good point with that, too, but um, I don't know. <laughs> we didn't ask for it. I mean, no offense. He did a great job. He deserves the recognition for it, and Chris Evans is a great actor, but, like... You know, like you said, it's Anthony Mackey's time, and I would say yeah, and stuff like if, that. If but for no other reason, because they with? just
0: set it up perfectly. Like they literally, the whole point is they ended their their like their first phase or whatever the hell they're calling them. Yeah, um, they ended it with a bunch of storylines going forward, and I think part of it is they put a lot of emphasis on Spider-Man without realizing hmm. that they had to share Spider-Man, um, right. and. I, think, I don't think they realized what was going to happen to movies. Um, they don't have a massive – they can't do the massive blockbuster thing where everyone goes to the theaters because that builds hype. You know, when you see someone on the big screen like that, like, that helps, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, not to compare it to professional wrestling, um, which we should talk about because that's coming up next week. Um, but, uh, but like when you see someone live and like a big pay-per-view event, they feel like a bigger deal than if you just saw them, you know, do well on raw. And so now that everyone's watching from their phone, you know, that's not the right time. I guess they're deciding for, you know, Anthony Mackie to take over that role or for any of them to, you know, to base, not, I, I keep, keep singling him out. I'm sure it has nothing to do with him. Um, but you know, that's not the time to have your new cast take over. You want, that's when you want to bring back the experienced draw of Captain America it the pops you know Steve Rogers that's when you want that's when you want that character back because we need people to tune in on their iPhone since they de- they can't go to the big theater they can't get that same kind of feeling uh, of like this is big from their living room you know but yeah uh, I do. yeah that's all I have from Twitter today like I said we wanted to keep this episode light light airy <laughs>
1: Well, it's it's going to be. I think we got the accomplished on, and also then the Wandavision comes out. And apparently, it's great. Parents apparently, it's, come
0: out. Yeah, it's apparently, it's amazing. Episodes
1: are out. If um, if you want to see. I believe the best people who do consensus of movies and TVs, Rotten Tomatoes, their consensus on WandaVision. Part loving homage to TV history, part off killer mystery. WandaVision is a wonderfully weird and strikingly bold step into the small screen for the MCU. A perfect showcase for Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany is a very famous actor too. So a He's a ge- genuine actor too. Like he's uh he's incredible i think he's like you know obviously all of the mcu stuff well yeah and even before then you know he's in da vinci code and solo mm-hmm. and beautiful mind you married a uh, for connelly i saw it in a movie
0: there you go <laughs> circle it all around circle all around so uh before we log off uh and say our goodbyes did you want to bring up uh, i guess it's next week right or two uh, weeks. It's
1: actually two weeks, so we'll yeah. wait next week for it. All right. So
0: we do. Since I kind of already spoiled it, I won't give any too much away. I will say that we have something big in the works, mm-hmm. um, and we will give you the official announcement once we organize it next week. Um, but from now, um, definitely follow us on Twitter at ttcap. So the is just T and then obviously TweetCap, so at T TweetCap. Um we post obviously all of our episodes. We also post just random things. Uh I saw Matt and I both went through since we don't always see what the TweetCap does online and we read everything that has happened in the last week. Um, great retweets so, in there. A couple of original tweets too from the TweetCap. But anyway, um definitely uh keep an eye out on that engage with us there um again just make sense it's all about twitter so you gotta find us on twitter but if you want to just listen to us you can do so pretty much everywhere now uh we have spotify we have apple we have amazon we have audible uh and of course we're on youtube although youtube is usually a day late or day or so late um by the weekend, it's on YouTube. On Fridays, of course, it's on uh, everywhere else.
1: So anything else you want to plug before we uh, say goodbye, Matt? Just continue to watch the TweetCap and continue to check out the Productive Conversations yes. podcast on all podcasts at platforms and YouTube. Don't forget to also like and subscribe and give us a review on all, both the TweetCap and Productive Conversations podcasts.
0: Yes, and definitely listen to Productive Conversations. It's a different feel. But it's a good feel. Uh, Matt is a, a born interviewer, so mm-hmm. the interviews are great. Um, hearing about people's lives is great. Sometimes you know, it's all. What's great about it is it's ordinary people, uh, for the most part. And even still, you you learn so much just about you know just about humanity by listening to the uh, productive conversations because it's real people talking about real stuff. Um, so everyone can relate. Everyone can understand. Um, and obviously. Everyone can listen.
1: Um Thank so, you yep. for that endorsement, Ryan. I appreciate it. Like you said, it's just it's like making celebrities out of the ordinary person and that's what we do every Monday and Thursday <laughs> on podcasting platforms and YouTube. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, then without further ado, uh this is Ryan signing off. Thank you, Matt, for another recap of the week in Twitter and we'll talk to you next week.
1: So long, Ryan. Talk to you next week. Later.